right on the street by the corner. So you know the one on 15 got a bright shirt on. So I've been down here standing, but I can't reach my planet. But I need to leave. You should see these people. It's hard to believe how they treat each other. It's hard to believe. Morning, 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 everybody, and welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. I know, I know you see him missing. I know you see Mr. Aaron Boothang is not here with us, but um, I just want to let you know that Aaron is doing really big things on the West Coast. I can't get into too much detail, but just go ahead and clap it up for him and make sure to congratulate him and everything. Um, because, and also, of course, we will be back um, together next week, Monday. Um, so one of the things, reasons that I wanted to talk about this particular topic this morning is because I realize that feminism in general, because the, the topic is womanism versus feminism, and really, I just wanted to kind of dissect it a little bit. And I feel like the best way to do that um, is to be able to really look at the definition of what womanism actually is. And I think that that's really important to do. So really quickly, I'm going to go ahead and play this clip. I already pinned this um, particular clip to the um, to the title, so you can always go look at this later. So just give us a second. We're just going to dive in a little bit into what is a womanist, respectfully. respectfully. Never heard of it. And does it include trans people? Excellent question. A womanist is a black feminist or a feminist of color. By the illustrious writer, poet, and activist Alice Walker. And then in 1983, in her seminal text, In Search of Our Mother's Gardens, Womanist Prose, Alice Walker proffers an exquisite four-part definition of womanist. Now, definition number three is my absolute favorite, and I highly encourage you to go Google the term womanist so that you can read it. But in the interest of today's conversation, since I'm introducing the concept of womanism, I want to use definition number four. The fourth definition of womanist states, womanist is to feminist as purple is to lavender. Let's unpack that. If we're honest with ourselves, feminism was created for and by white women. And what Alice Walker is saying is that lavenderhood is insufficient for the liberation of all black women and femme. And so what we need is what Dr. Stacey Floyd Thomas calls a deeper shade of purple. We need a liberation model and a framework of an ethic that centers the experiences, perspectives, and vantage points of Black women. Because in the words of one of my comrades, Black women have never wanted a freedom that did not include everyone. And so to answer your question, yes, womanism absolutely includes trans people. In fact, I would say if we really want to know the way to freedom, we need to listen to poor Black trans women. So to recap, a womanist is a blackity black 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 feminist <laughs> or a woman of color who is a radical intersectional feminist. Um, you would never say intersectional womanism because that's inherently redundant. And I cannot say the word intersectionality without citing Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw. And so this politics and this lived ethic, this praxis, 
is absolutely centered in this space here. I am a womanist creator. And so I center the experiences, the voices, the stories, the sacred texts of Black women. I center our light, our love, and our liberation. So since this space is for Black women and femmes and those that support us, if that's you, you are more than welcome to be here. And one more thing, if you are not a Black woman or a woman of color, you can't be a womanist, but you can absolutely center womanism, which I highly recommend. Womanism saved my life, and womanism will save us all. Like and follow for more. What is... Okay, so I just want to... Hopefully everybody can hear everything. I just want to let y'all know, listen, I'm not the best tech savvy person. So please drop a note just to make sure that y'all can hear everything correctly for me, please. Um, now, one of the reasons that I really wanted to play that particular um, clip was because I really wanted to get an all-encompassing kind of definition for womanism. And I think it really hit the nail on the head. And it's also the reason why I do not call myself a feminist. It's either black feminism, because I have to, re I, and you have to remember, I have to make sure to say that because feminism was never meant for black women in mind. Or I would say I'm a womanist, which already implies that I am a, a black woman who is um, only going to support um, black women, femmes, and those that support us. So. And of course, that includes trans people, so on and so forth. I The reason why I feel like this is such an interesting topic is because I realize that feminism has always been centered and feminism has always been very much a white thing, period. Because they were fighting for the um, equality of white women specifically. I believe it was Susan, was it Susan B. Anthony who said, I would rather chop off my right arm before I fight for the vote of the Negro. So even the leaders of, um, or some of the more revered leaders of the feminist movement were racist and did not want black women to get a piece of that privilege. Um, and they would rather, um, they'd rather die than do it. Now, obviously fast forward to now where it's become not really that much more inclusive, at least from what I've seen. And for me, one, uh, womanism is completely inclusive. Like we are already making sure to put black people, uh, trans people, like true equality at the forefront. And it's not going to be for just one particular group. Um, and I think that's really important for us to have um, a real conversation about. And the reason, another reason why I decided I was going to go ahead and really kind of I don't want to say this is a deep dive because there's obviously so much more text and things to go over, but it was one of those things that I realized, you know, especially what made me um, very, what's the word? I, I feel like what makes me very trepidatious about taking on labels is the people who live within those labels. And a lot of times, um, a lot of uh, movements can absolutely be hijacked and um, feminism which was supposed to be just equity for all women has literally just turned into equality for white women. So that's why not, that's not something I can really call myself. I can't just call myself a feminist. It either has to be a black feminist or I am a womanist. And that's just really where I am on that. Um, and also another little thing, I know y'all don't see Ari here. Listen, I miss him. 
I do, but it's okay. We're going to get through it. Um, so obviously, because I am by myself, the show is going to be a lot shorter. I'm actually trying to decide because I really want to work on this week giving you guys some video content. So I may not come back after this until month. excuse me, <laughs> until Monday when Aaron is back. But I just really want, mm, I really think that topics like these are really important to uh, dissect, to really dive deep, because intersectionality is something that is very lost, especially when it comes to white feminism. Intersectionality almost just doesn't exist because they're, because we because we have to remember for womanism, we are fighting um, to make sure that we are not being ableist, that we're not being discriminatory. Like, and I don't, and I feel like for feminism, they just put white um, women on a pedestal. I, I'm sorry, I'm just going to be perfectly honest. That's just kind of how I feel. And I feel like womanism is something that I can actually partake in and feel really good about and know that I am not ostracizing anybody else um, because I don't feel like they look like they belong in the movement. Like if we actually look at the history of uh, feminism, it's actually quite racist. If we actually look at the people who actually uh, was pushing it forward, who were the um, the conduits of all of this uh, supposed greatness, but I feel like I can't call it greatness unless it includes everybody. And that's just the truth. That's just where I am. Oh my goodness. So, um, oof, trying to figure out how I want to do this. So I'm going to go ahead and um, change the topic up real quick. I just really wanted to be able to dive deep into that a little bit. And if anybody had questions or wanted to talk about it, obviously leave a voice note. But honey, we got to talk about last night. Let me change. <laughs> Let me change the um, the the um, the title or whatever. I can't get my words right this morning. What is going on? So, oh my goodness, Willard versus Rock. <laughs> And um, I think it's one of those things. Uh, listen, last night, please go ahead and chime in. Hey, Marcel. Hey, Danielle. Um, what the fuck were you thinking when you saw that shit last night? Because first and foremost, I'm not going to lie. Uh, if you don't know, the Oscars was last night and Will Smith ended up knocking the whole motherfucking taste out of Chris Rock's mouth. But I got to say something for Chris Rock's chin. He rocked a little bit. But he stood there, you know, so, you know, uh, that's game nigga could take a hit because that sounded really fucking loud. Um, now, the reason being for it was because um, Chris Rock, who I'm not going to lie, has been picking at uh, the Smiths for some time now. <laughs> um, when back when the, apparently um, Will Smith and Jada wanted to boycott the Oscars and not go, um, of course, they got Chris Rock to host the Oscars that year when there was no black people. Listen, we, we, we're not gonna dive into Chris Rock because I don't care. But, ooh, he got on stage last night. I guess he was just presenting an award. And instead of presenting the award, he decided to go ahead and talk about Jada being in the next, um, what was it, um, G.I. Jane or some shit. And I feel like people are looking at this as something very small, right? I feel like people are looking at this like, what's the big deal? It's just a joke. We're going to be on the side of jokes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not going to lie. I'm getting really, really tired of that rhetoric. We ask Black men to protect Black women. And then when they do, 
we are upset and up in arms. And I'm not, and I'm going to be perfectly real with you. I feel like the reason a lot of people are just not on the right side of this is because of how much they hate Jada Pinkett Smith. And let's talk about it. When they really started to really hate Jada Pinkett Smith, it was because of the whole entanglement thing and August Alsina and his magnificently huge penis that we all saw a picture of, et cetera, et cetera, right? And of course, people were looking at Will like, you're so weak. I can't believe you let this happen to you. When at the end of the day, it's an open marriage that they both admitted. And it's like, I feel like people want to put so much blame on Jada because she literally was the squeaky wheel because she fucked somebody who was going to talk out of the side of their neck later. And Will Smith has never had that. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have been in a open relationship for quite some time. It's only just getting to maybe mainstream's ears, but this is something that's been a rumor in the industry for a while. So when I saw that entanglement shit come out, I didn't really think too much of it, to be honest. Um, I just thought, yeah, they've been doing that. Like he was like Will Smith was fucking Eva Mendez on Hitch, or at least that was the rumor allegedly Lee Lee, you know? And I really, I don't understand where we're putting Will Smith in the role as a victim. That I won't understand because they were both in an open relationship. You just found out about her shit. And it was funny. I was seeing a lot of comments last night that, oh, man, she don't even deserve to be protected like that. I can't believe Will is being dogged out the way he is, so on and so forth. And I'm like, my nigga, that is a grown man in a grown relationship who makes grown decisions. I, you know what really crossed my mind when that happened? I'm like, why are we so willing to see black men um, as little boys and victims when these types of things happen, no matter what they do on their end? That's not something I'll be able to understand. Um, oh, it's Marcel though. Hey, Marcel. Speak on it. Speak on it. And this isn't even Will's first. Like he is not a saint. This is not his first marriage, honey. But um, I hate how people try to put themselves in the place of someone else's marriage. You're not Will Bruh. and Jada. We don't know what boundaries and what rules were set within their relationship. We know that it is open. Period point blank period and the fact that they try to use her being future junior or whatever to then um try and say that you know the way chris rock joked about her condition was okay is you know really fucked up and i think like ridiculous um yeah thank you it's marcel marcel that is so fucking true because it was disgusting to watch I'm going to be so real, just sitting from where I was sitting and looking at all of these people dragging Jada through the mud and Will is so stupid. I can't, you can't believe he protected his wife. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like it, it kills me. It's like everybody upholds all of these stupid ass marriage wedding vows. But then when somebody really is saying for richer, for poor, for better, for worse, and I'm going to fight for you. And, and let me, let me be a little ghetto for a second. Let me be a little ghetto for a second, because guess what? I ain't healed. I ain't healed. Um, so I got some toxicity within myself and I'm just going to be real with you. You can't be my significant other if that's not how you are about me. Straight the fuck up. I'm being so real and we want to bring it down to, oh, I can't believe that this was violence. I can't believe that a black man did this to another black man in front of America. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw it, this is how you know the conditioning is deep. That's the first thing I thought. Ah, oh, not in front of the eight by 11s. 
why would you do that? It was something that was so upsetting to me. But then I thought to myself, why are we still trying to make sure that we are performing some kind of respectability politics in front of white people? Period. I'm like this whole like, oh, my God, white people are watching. Like, it makes me think like this is the reason why we need all of our own shit. Um, because in my mind, if you remember, I was born in 87. So I have somewhat of a conservative uh, mindset sometimes that I'm still trying to um, unpack. And I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, why did he do that? He's so loud and out loud in front of mixed company, Will. And then I thought to myself, yo, Sydney, you need to shut the fuck up. I'm being so real because respectability politics is one of the things that I want to get away from. And just when I feel some kind of secondhand embarrassment, all of a sudden that's not important. And I need people to go ahead and get over that. And I also want people to know that white people don't feel like this when other white people do something in front of the world. I'm, I'm just being real. I promise you Harvey Weinstein wasn't like, oh my goodness, I'm making all white people look bad. Because white people are the absolute experts at being able to separate themselves from what they feel the rest of the bullshit is. And I'm just letting you know that I don't believe that that's, or that that's right, but black people, we do the complete opposite on the another end of the spectrum. The re respectability politics are so real and I'm so not impressed. Um, Mad Cobra. I think we'll done the right thing. You are not going to disrespect me in front of my wife. True men would have done the same thing. All of these mm. boys is talking about, mm. oh, I would have got, I would have sued them. I would have done this. I would have been a rich mm. in. I would have been this and that. All of these little girly men saying these things. A true man would have walked up and smacked the teeth out of his damn mouth. You don't mm. disrespect me in front of my wife on national TV. No. Well, and, and Mad Cobra, I want to be very real. He didn't really disrespect Will Smith, because if you notice, when it comes to black men in the industry, they're really not coming at each other that hard. But because Chris Rock, I feel like just genuinely doesn't like uh, Will Smith, he went after his wife instead. And he's been going after his wife. And, I, and people keep on saying, well, I saw Will Smith laughing and I'll, and, uh, when he said the joke, and I'll be completely real. I feel like that was the type of laugh where he said he was just like, oh... <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> that's what's up. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, that's not something I don't feel bad for Chris Rock. Now, is violence okay? Is this the podcast where it's coming out that Sid is condoning violence? Absolutely not. What I am gonna go ahead and defend is the protection of black women. And I uh, and this is what kills me. It seems like the protection of black women only extends to if you like the black woman, if you feel like she's worthy of some type of respect. And I just wanna let you know, if that's the way you think, that's just trash. You're trash, you know, have the day you deserve type of shit. Um, it's Marcelo. Girl, yes, they keep holding them as if they're like the, the epitome of greatness or some shit, like cut that shit. Right. That's why when I hear that, I'm just like, bro, you giving very much slave mindset right now. Uh-oh, Massa's coming, mm. got to be good. Like, nah, fuck all that, bro. Oh. 
But um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, bro. If you're not gonna defend me, stand up for me, or anything like that, that's the type of shit that I mean when I say hashtag protect black women. Even on here, I've had some dudes come at me with all this masculine energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Coming at me, trying to attack me, and there have been dudes on here who have stepped up and, and took over. I ain't have to say nothing. They let me know. Hey, you can go ahead and mute up. Let me let me handle this. They don't even know me. Mm. We don't even know each mm -hmm. other. I love to see that shit. So it's definitely some uh, wheels out there. Um, I can't yeah. wait. I've, I've been hearing about this all morning. Some people's opinions, I think, are just pure trash. Um, but I, you know, awesome. you and Aaron never let me down. I'm glad you are on today. Yeah, you know what? I, I had to. Um, honestly, I wasn't planning on speaking about the Oscars. I don't really do award shows. I don't really care about um, white accolades. That's not really what I give a fuck about. But I'll be honest with you. I'm always very happy when one of us win. And in the words of Issa Rae, <laughs> I'm usually voting for, every, like, again, rooting for everybody that is black, right? But, um, yo, this in itself was insane. I, I, I stand with everybody in reference to the shookness and the shock. But um, I feel like we forget that Will is still a nigga from North Philly or West Philly, whatever, wherever part of Philly that Heath and is from. Um, and I feel like we forget because of the money and all the things that there is supposed to be this unhuman type of restraint. And I'm really sick and tired of that being Black people's narrative. Like, oh, well, you have to be the absolute essence of uh, composed and grace and all this other shit. And it's like, because we're looking at, and, and I hate to bring it back to Katanji, um, uh, Brown Jackson, but it's so crazy because she was praised so much for all of her poise when she should have never had to be that fucking poise. Do you know what I'm saying? That to me doesn't make any sense. So we're in this situation and I see a lot of people being like, oh my God, I can't believe that Will did that in front of the world and so on and so forth. And I'm like, his wife was being insulted in front of the world. I, what do you think a nigga from Philly gonna do? Like, I, I listen, all I know is that it makes me really scared to date cis men because there's a lot of cis men that are out there being like, I don't understand why he did it. It's just a joke and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, he's talking about her medical condition up there. The bitch has alopecia. And it makes me realize that maybe none of you have Googled or read up on it and seen how painful that type of diagnosis can be. But um, again, I'm not condoning violence. But all I know is that nobody, if you are my significant other, nobody should be able to talk like that about me in front of you. Because for damn sure, ain't nobody be able to talk about my people in front of me. You, you out your fucking mind. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. And like I said, I'm very glad. I'm ve sorry, I'm, I'm not very glad. I'm very sad that it came to blows. That is sad. However, I'm not, a go go not about to go ahead and put the pressure of bla the black community on Will Smith's shoulders because somebody was fucking with him. I, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, Mad Cobra. No, I'm trying to put the point across. All of these black women, so-called black women, is getting attacked left and right. We have to defend our women one way or the other. I'm not going to let the enemy take control over my well-beings of what a man is about and what he should do and what a woman should do that is the point we have to start a smacking the taste out of their mouth 
and bring them back to reality what a true man should do for a woman right because if we are really going to pretend this whole masculine thing is real and all this other bullshit live up to it for me please and then don't be mad when somebody else lives up to it because and you're too scared to that that kills me man like i'm sorry like he, yes it was at the oscars yes it was at, at, in front of white people who gives a fuck i'm tired of like literally trying to judge our behavior from what white people see i hope you know they're still going to have their opinion regardless there were so many memes about man the bet awards came to the oscars and all this other bullshit and i'm just like oh yeah i get it it's funny whatever all i'm saying is that why are we at like it, it, it's so crazy and i feel like the reason why it makes me so upset is because it feels like for a lot of black men protecting black women is dependent upon if you feel like she's worthy and i don't i don't get that um all about you i'm gonna be the first one to say this right and so go on record all about you said this I'm looking at this from three angles. Number one, Will Smith is one of the highest paid actors in America, along with Denzel, right? He's a class A seasoned actor worth millions of dollars. He's a multimillionaire. He's a part of the fraternal order of actors. He's, within the, he's in the group with Jewish uh, producers and the Jewish uh, um, individuals who own Warner Brothers and all these, man, listen here. <laughs> One side of me is saying this is all, this is all thought out, planned well. Mm. And the agenda, literally, is to get the people riled up. It has an agenda. This was all uh, thought out and acted out. And this ain't even real. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, it's Hollywood, so I'm not about to go ahead and say that it would be so crazy if it was um if it was faked or a stunt or whatever. But I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go ahead and speak about my opinion as if it was real because they're trying to construe it as real. Um and take it from there. Now, if it is indeed fake, well, I mean it's Hollywood. Would it shock me? Would I be flabbergasted? Fuck no. But for right now, I'm going to take it for what it says on face value and discuss the issues surrounding that. Uh, Fletch to death. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Sid. Good morning. It's Marcel, though. Good morning, Mad Cobra. Good morning, all about you. Yeah, when this first happened, um, when this first came out, I thought to myself, Lord, Chris Rock, you you have been a mean girl for a long mm. time. As much as I do enjoy his comedy, it was like, well, it just this was shows it. Sometimes you just can't run your mouth no matter what space you're in because I think people always want Will Smith to be the nice guy. And it's like, he's a human being. Jada's a human being. I don't care what they put up mm. on Red Table Talks or on television you know when hancock happened is when i first heard about their open relationship i said that's what that is and let's proceed forward with our lives so you know when you have these moments it's kind of like he's like you said these are adults and i'm not too pressed about it he kind of had it coming he had it coming i'm i mean i'm just i listen fletch i'm just being real i don't i completely 
I completely agree. <laughs> and and to be real, like like you said, he's kind of been one of the mean girls for quite some time. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like Will is looked at as the magical, mystical Negro from Bagger Vance by white folks, especially. And they're just like, oh, my God, stop fighting. And I just need all of you to shut the fuck up. Like, I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm just getting really irritated with the conversation on all sides because it's like there it was a man who heard some shit and stood up for his wife. This man is still uh, this man is still a person who is going to fight for his family. And he's even said in several interviews, if you play with my kids and you play with my wife, I'm going to fuck you up. You know how many people were saying like, oh, why didn't he have all the same energy for August Alsina? Because that nigga agreed to that. I feel like you guys want to pretend that Will Smith is a victim so bad. Will Smith agreed to that, boo. So no, he's not going to go ahead and beat up August Alsina because we don't know who he was fucking during that time as well. Okay? Uh, again, all allegedly Lee Lee. Okay? Let's dev. And when I hear that, because I did hear that all last night, oh, what are white folks going to think? Oh, um, this is this is not helping helping the culture. This is not helping black folks. I always think to myself, do you really think the racists are going to change their mind based off of the mm. actions of, 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 of two black actors? Do you think okay. somehow that's how it works? If they were racist... Then they were racist before, and they will be racist after. There's nothing that we can do to change that mindset. We have bent over backwards and done a flip in the attempt of trying to appease mm. white society. And it's just an, it's an act of futility. It blows my mind when people say that. Where it's just like, they, they don't care. They never care. And racism is racism is racism over in that mind space. What? Bruh. And that's why respectability politics are bullshit. And listen, the conditioning is real. Fletch, I'm being so, and I'm being so real with you right now. The when, as soon as I saw it, my conditioning kicked in. I'm like, ah, oh, nigga, not in front of mixed company. Oh my goodness. Is that Emma Stone? White folks is everywhere, my nigga. Why would you do that? Of course. Bro, I'm human. <laughs> I'm human. But... I also am going to be able to step back and be able to look at the situation and be like, listen, fuck all those people. That was a moment that Will Smith had with Chris Rock. I'm sorry it was on stage. I'm sorry it was in public. I wish that he had not a taste out of his mouth, not in front of our eyes. Um, I wouldn't have nothing to talk about today, so maybe not, but you get what I'm saying. Um, like, I'm just going to be 100% with you. I really don't feel like um, Will Smith should be something that is villainized in this particular moment. Um, and also, again, Chris Rock has been poking at these people for quite some time. And it would be one thing if you decided to go after Will Smith, um, like Mad Cobra was um, was saying, or like, like, you know, like if you were really disrespecting Will Smith, the person, I feel like there wouldn't have been no issues because he said on regular occasions, you want to poke fun at me? You want to go ahead and talk about me? I'm here for it. Leave my wife and my motherfucking kids out your mouth. Am I supposed to be upset? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm really not. Matt Cobra. Because they're going to have every opinion, no one way or other, these so-called white folks. We are blocking our true potential of worrying about 
with those purple people thinking about us and this and that. We holding back on a lot of things that we should do. And we holding uh, ourselves hostages, a hostage as the things that we should be doing for the community and letting these people telling us what we should not do and what we should do. It's not working out when we seeing that for the last 25 years, things haven't been good at all through music, through entertainment, through everything that we should be doing. And it's not looking good at all. Listen, I can't, can't, can't disagree. It's myself. Right. That's all I was thinking too. Like maybe it is, but Chris Rock and Will Smith have never been the types to really even be in the media like that outside of their works. So it's not mm. really giving publicity stunt. And even if it was meant to distract, what exactly is it distracting us from and for how long? Because I promise you by tomorrow, the shade room is going to be on to something else. <laughs> so mm. I guess mm. it distracts us for today. The thing about social media and things like this, this story is going to be old in a couple of days. No one's even going to remember it. None of us even watched the Oscars. We watched that. That's Well, I did it. And most people who... Watch it because we don't care for it. So I'm, I'm confused a little bit by that, but I guess I kind of understand. I mean, I understand, but I, this, but this is why I say I just have no interest in all of these, um, the the upholding and the veneration of these white accolades. I don't get it. Um, I feel like, ooh, I feel like we've needed our own for a really long time. And on the other side of that, I just really feel like um, Chris Rock has been poking a bear for a long ass time and will been doing it that night. That's all. Um, I, and also, I, if you guys rewatch that video, the look on Jada's face, that pained me. I don't even care about these people because I don't give a fuck about rich people. And that hurt my heart. Damn. Yeah, I'm not surprised that that happened. And I also want to say, that your words have consequences, dude. You have freedom of speech, not freedom of consequence. And I heard Chris Rock is not filing charges. That's not surprising. I really didn't expect him to. And to be honest, I really feel like even Chris knows is like, all right, okay, I kind of, I may have deserved that. Real talk. Just being honest. There's a reason why he's not suing. There's a reason why he's not putting, um, trying to put Will Smith in jail and all that shit. Let's just be honest. Matt Cobra is real as hell. And I'm getting tired of these boys keep on coming in. It's fake. Is this how long we going to keep on saying it's fake? How long we going to keep on letting these people doing what they're doing to us? How long we going to keep on letting them put an image in the newspaper on Hollywood, what we should do? How long we going to keep be doing this? How long we going to keep on saying that? Oh, it's fake. It's this. It's that. You know? Come on, man. Y'all need to wake up and start looking at what this is and what this truly means. This be going on long before Will Smith. So he done the right thing. Give that man props. And this is what I'm talking about being a man. He must don't have kids or wife. Them the ones that say things like that. Chris Rock is not married. He been divorced. This man can't hold a and and listen, and 
You know what, what really kills me? You're so right about this has been going on for a way longer time. And I'm sick of people being like, I can't believe that black people do this to each other in front of what. Stop it. Black people are not a monolith. We should be able to disagree and we should be able to disagree in public and not have it just cast on the whole race because white people never feel like that. They have never seen a school shooter in a fucking live and being like, oh my God, for the shame of white people. I promise you. I promise you that's never fucking happened. They're able to individualize. Why can't we? That That's what really kills me. Why can't we? Um, let me start at the uh, uh, in the middle, at the bottom. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, Miss Marcella. I don't know why people like to pretend that white folks don't get ratchet either. People must not be watching these Real Housewives shows. Real Housewives of Dallas, yeah. Real Housewives of New York, Real Housewives of anything. Trust and believe me, they be throwing drinks um, shit. In the older episodes, a woman had a removable leg, took her whole fucking leg off at a party, just embarrassed everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I, I don't look at them any different, honey. When I say ghetto, that is <laughs> a universal term. If you act in ratchet, that is a universal term in my opinion. Yo, it's Marcel. Why did you remind me? I remember I saw exactly which episode you're talking about. And that bitch really took her leg off. <laughs> and, 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 and listen, I'm not going to lie. That was a gangster moment. Uh, but moving on, <laughs> check yourself. Hi, Sid. What's up? I'm definitely enjoying the show. And I do agree. I really wish Willie wouldn't have done that in front of everybody. Like, come on. Like, can we do it at the after party? Can we do it? Like, you know, I don't, I don't know. But I also can't blame him for it. I just really wish it wasn't in front of all them damn white folks at the goddamn Oscars because you know it's going to give them reason to believe you know this is white you know like come on Will come on that's the only thing I don't agree with but like I said I can't blame him for it right. See, and, and, and I understand and you know what's so funny about about that I understand completely both sides because I felt that secondhand embarrassment and I feel like that's conditioning for us as black people to when we see something like that happen, like, God damn, how are they going to look at us now? But I want us to know how problematic that is. And I was right there with you. Boo, I was sitting there like, <laughs> why, why are we doing this? <laughs> why couldn't this been behind the scenes? Why couldn't y'all have waited to the BET show to go ahead and have this conversation? <laughs> but what's worse is, is that that's me bending into the respectability politics that are so unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that I didn't have that same visceral reaction, but at the same time, we cannot continue to hold ourselves to standards that no one else is holding themselves to. We are having secondhand embarrassment because we're not looking at Will Smith, the man. We're looking at Will Smith, the black man, who is a part of the black community, who is um, supposed to be showing up and representing for us and so on and so forth. And I just, we got to give people space to be human. My nigga, we have to. Uh, check yourself. We should do. But at the same time, though, everybody's screaming about protecting black women. That man mm. protected his black woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think he just got tired of everybody having so much to say. So he puffed up his chest and he 
got the courage and said, fuck my image, fuck all of this shit. I'm finna go to his ass, period. Like, in, you know, we just never really go deep into what protect black women means and on what scale. But when we see a man protecting his wife or what he calls protecting his wife, we can't all go, <gasps> Well, how dare you? I mean, it was just Bro, a joke. Yeah, it you. was just a joke. But I mean, you also can't control how people react either, Mr. Jokey Man. <laughs> Mr. Jokey Jokester. Okay, I'm 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 just being real. I'm just being real. Um, and I really feel like we talk about protecting black women, but it depends on if we like the black woman. That shit is selective. That shit is selective as fuck. All about you. So, so just think about what I'm saying. How are black folk gonna respond to this situation with Will Smith? Hmm? Are they gonna have a level of understanding and compassion or are they gonna crucify him? <laughs> so that's number two. Uh, number three. Uh, to be really honest with you, um, you know, I don't believe that when you're making that much money and you're that powerful at the end of the day, that it's about race. Because you're up there with the one percenters. So you're trying to, so you're actually working alongside of the people to keep the people, you know what I'm saying, uh, distracted. Keep the people dumb, deaf, and blind. Keep the people, you know. I mean, how do I put this? I I really, I'm not going to lie. If it was fake, it's not something that would shock me. Celebrities do crazy shit all the time. But I really don't believe that this was fake. When that nigga sat down and said, keep my name, my wife's motherfucking name out your mouth. I, I, I don't, listen, I felt pride. Leave black women alone, yo. Yeah? Like, I don't feel like people even understand how far ableism can go. And that's a show that I want me and um, Aaron to definitely tackle next week when he gets back. Um, because we really have to talk about Black people and ableism and the intersectionality of that. Um, and I really hate the fact that people are looking at her and just like, oh, well, she's just bald. And I'm like, from alopecia, it would be different if she shaved her head by choice. But she did not. Kind of sick of y'all. Mad Cobra. And Chris Rock. Come on, y'all. He can't hold a wife if he paid somebody <laughs> to do it. He, you got to look at his background. The dude is creepy, man. He He's not all that to be. He, I mean, big ups to Will Smith. I'm not a fan of him, but, you know, he's a family man. Chris Rock, come on, y'all. Y'all got to look at his, his background. <laughs> The joke's on him. Listen, listen. <laughs> and I, I'll be honest with you. I really can't argue. I feel like a lot of men who like to do things like this, the Kevin Samuels, and I'm not saying that Chris Rock is on the level of a Kevin Samuels. We haven't um, heard all the things that he has to say behind closed doors. However, the reason why I'm making the comparison is because I see a lot of um, Black men who are not in relationships with Black women who shit on Black women. I don't, how do you expect me to be able to reconcile that in my brain? Do you know what I mean? 
All right, let's see who else we got here. It's Marcella. Absolutely agree. It was the look on Jada's face because I was like, it wasn't really a funny joke. But then I saw her face and then I went and kind of did a little bit more research and found out about the whole alopecia, you know, ordeal. And um, definitely, you know what I'm saying? She was obviously hurt by that. And people were trying to say, well, Will laughed at it. Yeah, Will laughed at it until he realized his wife didn't find it funny. And then he went and corrected that shit. And tell me why that's wrong. I would love for people to tell me why that's wrong. Why is that your smoking gun? Oh, well, he laughed at it. And then he saw his wife in pain and he decided, oh, fuck. Not tonight. I don't give a fuck what's going on. You see all these, y'all want to talk about the white people. He's, he, uh, Chris Rock is humiliating his black wife in front of all of these white people. I, I, listen, I'm not, I'm, argue with your mammy. You know, that's how I feel. Mad Cobra. And you also got to know Will Smith is traveling all around the world. Look at his videos and what he's learning what the true American man is. I believe he opened his eyes and opened his mind and he got a whole different mindset. That's the reason why he will do any type of uh, movies basically discriminating a black man and their family. It's, it's a different Will Smith we talking about. He didn't travel the world. <laughs> and a lot of people been letting them know who's the true American man is. I, I, I don't know. I just really hate to see Will Smith getting dragged through the mud for doing something that black women have been asking black men to do for a really long time, which is protect their wives. They wanna bring up all kinds of other shit like, oh, why don't you have the same smoke for August Alcina? And I feel like niggas need to understand, first and foremost, um, uh, for, for Will Smith, having an open relationship that's equal on both sides does not emasculate him. I'm sorry that emasculates you, period. And you have to realize he didn't have no beef with August Alcina. August Alcina wasn't insulting his wife on a world stage. We got to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time, guys. I, I, I truly, truly believe that. Uh, Fletch to death. And I agree with you, Sid. Yes, I still have that within me, depending on what I'm looking at, to have that kind of, it's almost reflexive, where it's like, oh, no, not in front of, you know, not in yes. front of them. But, um, <sighs> but it, you know, same as you, it's taken time for me to kind of um, kind of uncondition myself in that way to be like, oh, wait a minute. Now, nah, I don't give a shit about what they think because they don't give a shit about what I think. They don't give a shit about what, what black folks think in those spaces. And I uh, nowadays, very often, when things like this happen, particularly when it comes to Hollywood, I think of all the times that I recall and even seeing later clips of them joking openly in a group of each other about Harvey Weinstein. That place is madness. And it's like, nah, that's, they, they don't care. Cause if they all go hold hands together and joke about that and laugh about that in the audience, I think this is just a blip on the radar for Hollywood. Thank you. Thank you. And I feel like a lot of us are kind of, kind of doing that um, dichotomy where we're just like, I hate the fact that it happened in front of white people, but on the flip side, I'm also thinking to myself, you know what? Fuck that shit and all those respectability politics. People are allowed to be human. Sick and tired. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. 
And I feel like a lot of us are feeling that way, but I need us to realize that we need to really step away from these respectability politics that keep us performing and uh, in front of white people so that they have a good perspective of us. I need you to know it doesn't matter. They were gonna have that perspective of us before, after, and in the next lifetime. Matt Cobra. I think people missing, you know, some people getting the point. It is hard to be a man with that stature and with that cash. You know how much you think this man going through about trying to help other people of our stature to trying to basically um get publish and then we have also these traders that we give the platforms to and give them all the free will to talk down to our people and burning their bridges with their own people mm. for cash for money and it's tearing down our culture this this actually just tearing it down and most of us is not getting it hopefully mm. we truly get this why we are not attacking the people that mean something that's really that supposed to hold their job like all of these so-called uh governors and mayors yo matt cobra i'm not even gonna lie to you no, I, I i i agree like i also feel like we also have to get to a point where we're really not going to for all black men you were talking about what well, so if you really want to be this man like somebody that's so masculine because we've talked about on the podcast that whole uh, masculine feminism shit like, man, it's just these binary constructs that aren't real. But if we're going to go ahead and lean into that and men are providers and protectors, if men, and so Will Smith gets up and protects his wife and we have an issue. I don't I don't know where we're coming from. And I've seen a lot of comedians of both genders like, oh, you can't do that. So on and so forth. Are you afraid you're going to get slapped up? Don't talk about people's medical conditions. I'm sorry. And if you're going to make a joke about somebody, there's Google. Do some fucking research. I don't feel sorry for you. I don't. And Will Smith isn't somebody who I'm like, oh my God, the most amazing person in the world by any means. But I got to call it ace of, ace, of, ace of the spade of spade at the end of the day. Like, we got to stop playing these games. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm also in a space where, especially when I'm reading these stupid ass comments, like, oh my God, the misogyny, the misogynoir. Let's be specific. The massage noir is ridiculous. And straight black men who actually want to protect black women should be the ones fighting the battles in these comment sections, should be the ones fighting these battles um, with their family members who are on the fucking wrong side of this. Like, I'm supposed to protect my wife. Period. And I don't see that happening. I, I want to thank, you know, Mad Cobra and and, and um, you know, other um, cis men out there, cis straight men out there who are actually saying, uh, nah, don't talk, don't talk about my fucking wife. What did you think was going to happen, my nigga? Like, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just from Miami. I'm like, <laughs> I 
because I was shocked like everybody else was, but also coming from where I come from, I was just like, yeah. He's like, fuck them cameras. Sorry. It'd be like that sometimes. And um, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm going to say it again. I do not condone violence, but I do condone the protection of Black women by any means. Just what it is. That's just where I'm at. Okay, guys. Oh, I hate to leave you. I know usually show is like at least two hours long. We have so many, we'd have so many other topics to go into. Um, but again, as you can see, my co-host ain't here. Aaron, woo, woo, woo. I miss you, boo. Uh, but he's doing big things on the West Coast right now, which I am so excited for him. Like, I can't wait to show y'all the shit that we have been doing. I'm also going to be doing some uh, pretty awesome shit in April. Don't when don't know when that is going to air. But uh, I won't go, get into too much details. Just know the the girls and the vays over here, we doing, we doing big things, okay? And, man, I just want to thank y'all so much for the support. Uh, thanks to the, the people in the panel. It's Marcel, Fletch to, Fletch to Death, Check Yourself, Mad Cobra. And I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know, um, I'm not even sure if I'm going to upload this to the Spotify yet because <laughs> it's me by myself. <laughs> But maybe I'll listen back to it and we'll we'll see what I end up uploading. But um, again, thank you so much for checking me out, um, for checking me and Aaron out. Um, this is a Black queer podcast, and this is commentary, history, politics from the Black queer perspective. Uh, please remember being queer is African. And um, also, please follow us on Instagram at earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Uh, uh, yeah, is ghetto underscore. Girl, it's in the bios, okay? I'm tired and I got to log into work and whatnot. But at any rate, thank y'all so much. And you have a great, awesome rest of your day. And I will see y'all in the next one.